Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Great Loop Radio, brought to you by America's Great Loop Cruisers Association. We're dedicated to sharing Great Loop information and inspiration with those actively cruising, planning for, or dreaming about a Great Loop adventure. This is Kim Russo. I'm the director of AGLCA. Today with me is Captain Larry Dostal of the Chicago Harbor Safety Committee. And Larry's going to be sharing with us some details on cruising safely through Chicago because we know loopers are headed that way. And, of course, it's uh, very busy waterways in that area, so we want to make sure we give you some tips on staying safe through there. Before I officially bring Larry in, I want to take a moment to recognize and thank our Admiral sponsors who support AGLCA at the highest level. They are Curtis Stokes & Associates, Dog River Marina, Passage Maker Trawler Fest, Gipper Bob Publications, and Waterway Guide Media. As always, we encourage our listeners to support these businesses that support the Great Loop. And with that out of the way, Captain Larry Dossel, thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Kim. This is a great opportunity for us us to share information about Chicago and welcome everyone uh, that's headed our way. Yeah, and we want to thank uh, one of our gold loopers. Um, Randy Schmidt is a gold looper, as I mentioned, who is from the Chicago area. And he brought to our attention a video that the Chicago Chicago Harbor Safety Committee put together on this topic. Uh, But let's kind of start out first by tell us a little bit more about the Chicago Harbor Safety Committee, what it is, um, what its purpose is, and and how it came to be. Sure, Kim. So the uh, Harbor Safety Committee was founded in 2013 after a Coast Guard Ports and Waterway Safety Assessment. Uh, In the assessment, they found uh, Chicago and particularly the Chicago River to be one of the most congested waterways in the country uh, with a very concerning mix of vessel sizes from material barges to kayaks. So one of the recommendations that the uh, PAUSA study um, produced was to form a Harbor Safety Committee along with uh, a recommendation to increase boater education. So uh, we formed this committee. It's made up of seven sectors. They represent uh, the commercial barge operators, tour boat operators, Chicago yacht clubs, uh, bare boat charter operators, human power craft, uh, facilities, and myself, Merchant Mariners, we're the people that run the tour boats and the barges up and down the river system. Um, So we formed very early on a committee on education, and our first – Uh, order of business was to try to find the best way to get information out to uh, the boating public about specific Chicago issues. And this uh, video that we've just produced is the culmination of that effort. It's a 30-minute video that's available on the uh, Chicago Harbor Safety website. Um, And it is uh, specifically uh, directed to the uh, unique conditions that we have in Chicago. Um, it's not a general boater safety course. Uh, we recommend that people do that, and I would expect that most of the people on the loop uh, either have a lot of knowledge or have already taken courses. But in Chicago, we have a lot of novice uh, boat operators. Uh, there are new rental uh, operations here, so we have a lot of very inexperienced uh, boaters. So we're trying to get information out to them as well. 
Right, and and we do obviously recommend that loopers have some boating safety courses. Um, but what I like about this video is it is very specific to Chicago, and whether the loopers are from a big city or not, uh, Chicago is one of the biggest and busiest harbors that they will enter. And of course, it's coming after a significant amount of time on uh, more open water, um, and certainly waterways that are unlike the Chicago River prior to that. So. Even if you're an experienced boater, I think this is a great refresher as you approach Chicago. And it is a 30-minute video, but I found it to be very well done and informative, even if you've already been familiar with some of the topics. So let's talk about that a little bit more. What kind of information will viewers find in the video? Yeah, we, uh, we took a format from the Chicago Architectural Tour, which is now what um, – deemed by TripAdvisor as the most popular tour in the United States. Uh, and that was just one of the companies, Shoreline Sightseeing. There are four other companies that do these architectural tours. So they're quite renowned, and they are the thing to do in Chicago. So we took the format of a, of a tour rather than hitting you over the head with just safety information. So it's a nice general orientation to Chicago um, with safety and unique knowledge, uh, local knowledge kind of laced in. Um, so we, we cover information about the harbor systems, um, shoaling hazards that are along the lakefront, uh, anchorages or the lack thereof, um, some of the submerged breakwalls. We have breakwalls that are submerged, some that are just becoming submerged because of the lake levels going up. Um, there's low visibility of the outer breakwall, um, some information about locking through. Uh, information about river traffic, specific uh, rules of the road, um, things that people need to know uh, on the river. Whistle signals are used a lot, and so it's good to know what uh, what they mean and not be startled by them. You don't usually hear whistle signals up on the lakes that much, but they're uh, quite common in the river. Um, mm -hmm. We highly recommend everybody stay on Channel 16 so they can hear uh, traffic calls and, and know what the conditions are. Um, there's some information about docks in the Chicago area, and uh, we'll talk about the harbor safety or, or the harbor uh, uh, marina system in a minute. Yeah, and let's start as as loopers are approaching Chicago. One of the biggest hazards um, are the, the shoals that are kind of there on the lakefront, just a little bit off offshore. Um, give us some specific details about that and what to look out for. So just south of the city, um, there's a, a shoaling area, uh, not quite as critical as it was when the lake was at a low level, but still needs to be paid attention to. This is um, about two to three miles south of the city, uh, south of 31st Street Harbor. Uh, we refer to it as the Hyde Park Shoals. Be sure to look at your charts if you're going to be anywhere south of Chicago. Um, you're okay if you're outside the number four bell buoy. And there's a water intake crib near that. If you stay outside of that number four bell buoy, you'll be fine. Um, but we don't recommend going anywhere inside there. Uh, there have been a lot of groundings. Even the commercial boats have tried to cut through there and, and been grounded. So um, important to pay attention to that. I also want to point out the uh, four-mile crib. It's very poorly lit if you're coming in at night. Um, I nearly forgot about it one night, and it kind of surprised me. So if you're coming from New Buffalo or Michigan City in that direction headed into the city, 
you'll encounter the four mile crib. So make sure you're identifying that on your chart and, and watching for it. Also, the outer break wall of Chicago around the city is very low now um, and has no lights on it other than the, at the ends, the red and green light at the end. Um, and those lights blend into the city background at night in particular. But And during the day, the, the wall is so low, it blends into the, the clutter of the city background. So be really careful about um, identifying where that outer break wall is. Great advice. Uh, now, Anchorages are, are pretty much non-existent in this area, so we're going to focus a little bit on the harbors where you can actually um, tie up, whether it be at a marina. Talk about the options. You know, are there marinas? Are there mooring balls? What are what choices do loopers have as they're coming through? Well, we have a lot of choices. There is an anchorage, but it's only for the day, and it's the Chicago party place. I don't recommend going there, actually. Uh, very crowded, <laughs> lots of choppy wakes. Um, if you want some adult entertainment, that's a place to go. But otherwise, I'd stay clear of uh, what we call the playpen, which is just north of Navy Pier. Um, and there's no night anchorage there. So um, the harbor system, Chicago Harbor System, is a, a really terrific um, uh, set of options. There's uh, about 6,000 docks here. Um, the one that people tend to prefer, prefer is uh, DuSable Harbor. I'm actually speaking to you from the dock number 38 in DeSable Harbor. Uh, that's where I keep my boat. So uh, this is very close to the city. Easy walk. Uh, the river walk now goes from here all the way down uh, through the center of the city. Uh, it's a beautiful walk. You can get to Navy Pier. There's a, a, a great grocery store about a quarter of a mile walk. Um, there's no fuel here and not very many transient docks. So um, if you want to go to DeSable, uh, get that reservation in early. Um, these harbors are all city-owned and operated by Westrek. They're, they use DACWA for their uh, reservation system. So uh, if you're familiar with DACWA, uh, be sure to use that. And uh, so let me talk about uh, some other harbors. So DeSable is very close to the city, but difficult to get into um, scheduling wise um, next to the south is a mooring field Monroe Harbor uh, there's plenty of mooring balls available for everyone there um, and of course that's less expensive and there's a tender service that runs um, from nine in the morning until about nine at night and later on the weekends um, to get from your boat uh, to uh, to land south of that is Burnham Harbor this is the big boat harbor. Um, 100 plus uh, boats are in there. Um, there's fuel at Burnham, pump out, laundry service, uh, not much in the way of food. And I might mention there are no um, parts or services in any of these harbors. Um, the next harbor to the south is 31st Street. It's the newest harbor. It's a phenomenal facility. Uh, lots of docks available there. Um, they have a pool, um, nice recreational area, a beach. So uh, 31st Street is a really terrific harbor. Uh, nice view back to the city, but um, you'd have to use a cab to get into town. Okay, good so, information. Uh, and 31st has fuel. So there's fuel at Burnham and 31st Street, not at DeSable. Okay. Um, well, let's 
talk a little bit about the Chicago River itself. Um, let's, what are the maximum air drafts? Because a lot of loopers won't be able to actually go into the heart of the city on the Chicago River. But let's talk about that a little bit and, and share the information on the air draft there. Yes, I can't give you a specific number because the Chicago River does go up and down, sometimes mm-hmm. three or four feet, depending on rain conditions. Um, but the the lowest bridge going through the city, it would be Michigan Avenue, it's about 17 plus or minus. Um, and there's a fixed bridge further uh, south that uh, is also at about 17, um, depending on water levels. Uh, so can, can we go back for one second, Larry? Uh, sorry to yes. interrupt you. We lost you, I think, for just a slight second when you were giving us the name of that first bridge and, and the height. So, and that was kind of the critical one since that's the lowest. So can we just sure. go back to that okay. for one second? Is it still a good signal now? Yep, it's fine now. We just lost you for like that, that one second where you were providing the, the okay. name and the height. Okay, so Michigan Avenue uh, would be the, the third bridge in when you enter Chicago. It's at about 17 feet. Um, this varies depending on the river height, and the river does go up and down quite a bit uh, depending on rain conditions. So if you're if you're uh, near 17 feet, I would uh, suggest that you go another route, which would be the uh, the CalSag through Calumet mm-hmm. Harbor, um, and there are no bridge restrictions going that way. You have to open some bridges, uh, but there there are uh, no fixed bridge uh, restrictions. On the Chicago River, those the bridges only open in the early spring and late fall to let sailboats get to boat yards, but they do not open during the season. So Michigan Avenue is, is the limiting factor there. Right. And if you are a looper with a, a draft that's higher than that 17 feet, the architectural tours that Larry already mentioned are a great way to see the Chicago River and the city. So keep that in mind as well. Um, so continuing, Larry, um, Loopers go through hundreds of locks literally on this trip. So for many of them, the locks in the Chicago River uh, to get into the river is really not a big deal. But is there anything unique or different or because of the, the high volumes of traffic through there, is there anything that loopers should know about the Chicago lock? Yeah, they should know that 60,000 boats a year go through that lock. <laughs> it's, uh, wow. it's a busy lock. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's actually the busiest lock in the country, second to Seattle, only because they're not seasonal and we are. Um, there's a, a mix of traffic. Lots of tour boats are going through there. Um, so there's a unique uh, pecking order in the Chicago lock, and it's the only one in the country that has a three-light system. So there's a big sign that shows the uh, the priority order. Of course, recreational boats come last. Um, and so typically the tour boats will go in first. There's a, a traffic signal type light. So it's red when the lock is filling out um, or when uh, emergency vessels are going through. It turns amber for the tour boats um, and any barges that might be going through. And then it goes green for uh, recreational boats. So once you let the tour boats go in, then you'd go in behind them. There's usually room uh, on any lock through except midday on occasion. You might have to wait for one uh, rotation. And on Wednesday night and Saturday night, there's fireworks. And you might have to wait several rotations to get through the lock uh, after fireworks. So I would avoid any lock through Wednesday evening or Saturday evening. 
if you go through before 10 o'clock in the morning, the tour boats haven't started to run yet. So that's the perfect time to go through, you know, say between 8 and 10 o'clock in the morning. It's probably what you want to do to get a good head start going down the river anyway. Um, the Chicago Lock uh, answers Channel 14. They might or might not answer on 16. And uh, you usually don't need to call them because it's just a continuous locking through process. They rarely stop. So from, from 10 in the morning on, it's just uh, up, down, up, down, up, down with boats going through. Okay. Uh, a couple of things about going through that lock. Um, the, the, yeah. the holding area is just to the north of the lock as you're, as you're going toward the river. There's a, uh, a break wall called Dime Pier. This is an old, uh, very old structure. It's right at the water level now, um, kind of hard to see. So pay attention to that. It does kind of angle out um, underneath the, the, what's, uh, what's visible. So you want to stay off of uh, that, that break wall um, and, and hold to the north of the, the lock chamber so you let boats come out. As you enter in on the green light, uh, there are ropes hanging along the lock. Use those ropes. Don't tie to a cleat. Uh, everybody should know that by now. Um, you have to have life jackets on. The lock uh, master will not uh, activate the lock if there's anybody in the lock without life jackets on. Um, and use these ropes that are provided um, to hold on to. Uh, there's a little bit of current in there. The lock drops about three to four feet depending on lake and river levels. Um, but it's not like the big locks that you've already been through, so it's uh, it's relatively easy. Um, there are some ladder uh, uh, wells in the lock, so watch that your fenders don't slip inside those ladder wells. Okay, excellent. We're going to take a quick break to play a message from one of our sponsors. Uh, when we come back, I'd like to focus on some of the navigational rules for the Chicago River, uh, as, as you mentioned earlier, and the whistle signals that are, are pretty prevalent there. So we will be back in a moment to, to continue the discussion. Green Turtle Bay Marina and Resort has consistently been voted a must-stop by loopers. It has earned the coveted five-anchor designation from Quimby's Cruising Guide. This full-service marina features over 450 slips. They are located at mile marker 31.5 on the scenic Cumberland River. Green Turtle Bay is a proud commander sponsor of AGLCA, so join them and find your waterway of life. We're back on Great Loop Radio. Our guest today is Captain Larry Dostal. He is here giving us some local knowledge on cruising Chicago safely. Larry, let's focus on some of the navigation rules um, on the Chicago River. Uh, and and that this is covered in the video that we mentioned, but um, for those who may not get a chance to watch that, uh, can you walk us through it? So there's a couple of things. Um, one is whistle signals are used quite a lot. Um, we, we do recommend uh, staying on Channel 16, so if someone needs to hail you, uh, they can do that. But the commercial boats will use a two-whistle signal if they're overtaking a slower boat, um, and there hasn't been any prior radio communication. It's, uh, it's, it's required for them to do that. Uh, we want everyone to know we're not, we're not angry. <laughs> we're, you know, this is not a, not a protest uh, whistle signal. It's just a required <laughs> uh, overtaking uh, two whistles. Um, so there are some posted signs uh, 
two things in particular, no wake zone. The whole Chicago River is no wake. Um, and there are signs that uh, remind people to stay right. So this is uh, rule nine, if you will, in the, in the navigational rules. Uh, slower vessels keep to the right. Do not impede traffic. Um, the commercial boats, uh, these tour boats are on very fixed schedules, so they're trying to maintain their their uh, their timing along with the docent that's talking about various buildings so they don't like to get stopped. Um, and I tell everyone this, if a tour boat is stopped, don't go around it. It doesn't want to be stopped. <laughs> so if it is stopped, <laughs> it's because there's some kind of a traffic problem or uh, a condition in front of it that it has to wait for. It might be waiting for a barge, to, and uh, they've made prior arrangements on the radio. So if that tour boat suddenly comes to a stop or moves over a little bit, um, there's a good chance that there's a, a barge coming through that they're waiting for. So you don't want to go around the tour boat and be head-to-head with a barge. Um, there are material barges that go through uh, on a regular basis. Uh, there's, there's room for everyone. But it can be a little bit uh, nervous uh, when when they're taking up more than half the river, and they, you know, remember that they swing from the back, they steer from the back. So when they're going around a bend, um, the back of that uh, that barge is going to swing considerably. Um, that's that's about it. Uh, you know, let everyone uh, get through. Uh, by the way, do pay attention to the kayaks. There are a lot of rental kayak operators now. So the river is full of kayaks. They're very inexperienced. Some of them have guides with them. Some of them don't. Um, And there are a couple of places along the river where there's air conditioning discharges from the buildings. These are very strong currents coming straight out from a wall. And an inexperienced boater like kayak or a little uh, rental boat might get into that current and get pushed in front of you. So uh, they're marked by a couple of signs. so just give give these little boats and the and the kayaks some room, and everybody will be fine. Okay, um, and, and that's all very helpful uh, for people who are not familiar with the Chicago River or who have not um, boated yet in places where there are kayak rentals or other paddle rentals. That you're exactly right. Sometimes it's inexperienced paddlers who aren't quite sure, um, you know, the rules of the road there. So let's have everyone look out for them and make sure they and we stay safe. Um, Tell us a little bit about the sights to see in the Chicago River. Um, you mentioned briefly earlier um, Dime Pier, which is near Navy Pier, which, of course, is a great um, tourist destination and something to see in Chicago. Um, can you see Navy Pier really from the water? Can you tie up there? And, and after you've done Navy Pier, if you're in the Chicago River itself, um, what is there sightseeing-wise to see along the way? Okay, thanks, Kim, for asking about can you tie up there. No, you cannot tie up at Navy Pier. There are no um, non-commercial uh, dock areas at, at Navy Pier. Uh, West Trek tried to put one in last year, but it was in such a bad location weather-wise that, uh, that they've removed it. Um, so if you, if you want a transient, um, just day docking around, the Chicago, around uh, uh, Navy Pier, it is not available. Um, it is a nice place to uh, to visit. So if you're in Burnham or DeSable Harbor, you can you can walk or uh, take a cab over there. There are divvy bikes. These are rental bicycles for about ten bucks a day. They're available at at Burnham Harbor. 
so you could uh, take a bike into the into the city or to see Navy Pier. There's a Ferris wheel and other attractions there. Lots of food. Um, so Navy Pier is worth seeing, uh, but just know that there's no docking there. Um, I, you know, I highly recommend that if you have the time, take an architectural tour. Um, I would suggest that since you're probably going to transient the river during the day, um, take advantage of a, of a night tour on the architectural tour. The buildings are phenomenal. Um, the, the view from the river is, is really cool at night. Um, and then you'll have a chance to kind of get to see what the river looks like. And then in the morning when you go through, uh, you know, in the daylight, you'll get a different kind of experience. So lots of buildings there. There's new architecture uh, that's cool. Um, and, uh, you know, again, if you have time, take one of those architectural tours. Uh, it's a really great way to get an intro- introduction to the city. Excellent. And Larry, you mentioned um, before we actually went live that you had some suggestions on fuel stops, Um, not necessarily pricing at this point, um, but where would you suggest loopers go to fuel up if they need to do so in the Chicago area? So, you know, everyone knows it's more expensive in the city. Chicago fuel is probably one of the most expensive you're going to find. So um, there is fuel at Burnham Harbor um, and at 31st Street. but I, you're going to want to fuel up before you go down the river because there's not fuel for a long distance as you go into the river. Uh, in fact, the boat I'm sitting on, I bought because a guy came into the river and said, where can I buy fuel? We got into a conversation, and I bought the boat four hours later. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, headed down the uh, Michigan side, um, fuel is going to be less expensive at Michigan City. It's in Indiana. Fuel prices are lower in Indiana. Um, New Buffalo has a fuel uh, uh, depot there uh, run by Osalka. Um, so if you have the opportunity to get fuel before you come into Chicago, it'll be less expensive. Um, but be sure to fuel up before you head down uh, the river because it's going to be a ways before you can find fuel. All right. We actually have a caller. Um, we don't always do these shows live. Usually they're pre-recorded and we have a caller. So I'm going to bring them in for a second and see if they may have a question. Sometimes they're actually just listening in. Um, so if we can be patient, this may be a question other people are wondering about. So I'll go ahead and bring them in. Great. Hello, you're on Great Loop Radio. Did you have a question? Sure. I wanted to mention that uh, there's also two other harbors in the system, 59th Street and Jackson Inner and Outer. And also, um, there is fuel at Hammond Marina before you enter the river if you go outside. Yes, and Uh, thank you for bringing that up, especially about uh, Hammond is uh, an AGLCA sponsor, so we certainly recommend you visit them, and um, it's a great place to fuel up. Um, Any other thoughts, um, Larry, on the the two additional harbors that were mentioned? No, thanks for that you know, I, I only focused on the ones that are really close to the city. So 59th Street, Jackson Park. Um, Jackson Park's got some shoaling going in, uh, but it's beautiful. So that's a good place. Also to the north, um, Belmont um, has fuel. And so uh, that's a that's an option, too. Check on Dockwa to see what's available in the, in the Chicago Harbor systems. Um, Hammond is great. I've been down there a number of times. Uh, That's a a good fuel depot. Um, 
it's a particular be careful as you're going back to Chicago because you're going to go around those shoals. So make sure you go outside the, the shoals when you're coming up from Hammond. Caller, um, any other comments? No, that's it. That's it. Thank, thank you, you for, for calling in and adding that feedback. We definitely appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So, uh, Larry, as we get ready to wrap up here, because we are almost out of time, uh, there are more details about uh, pretty much everything we've discussed in the video that the Chicago Harbor Safety Committee put together. So tell us again, where can we see that video? So uh, if you Google Chicago Harbor Safety, uh, it will bring up the Chicago Harbor Safety website. So the site itself is chicagoharborsafety.org. And on the face page of that uh, website is a, uh, a box for the movie, for the video. And uh, click on that. It will take you right to the, uh, the video feed. And as I mentioned earlier, it is a 30-minute video, which for some people on the Internet sounds like an extremely long time. However, it is uh, very well done, um, very specific on the details. So if you are heading for Chicago, I would highly recommend, and I'm sure Larry would also highly recommend that you take that half hour and and check out that video first. Very good. Larry, thank you so much for joining us, for sharing this information and and spending the time to help educate us as we get ready for Chicago. Um, Again, you can find that video by Googling Chicago Harbor Safety. Um, Look for the video there on the Chicago Harbor Safety Committee's page. If you're looking for more Great Loop information, you can visit greatloop.org. Again, thank you to Larry. We appreciate all of you who have listened today. We'll be back next week with another episode of Great Loop Radio. Until then, safe cruising.